I usually answer the email and questions on the car flipping forum as soon as I get them. However, a lot of times I know that the answer is one that a lot of other flippers are looking for too. So this week, I'm going to share those answers here and hope that they help a lot more of you make more money. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, the number one goal of this podcast is to help our listeners make more money. Let's get to it, flippers. I mentioned the Car Flipping Forum, the Flipping Genius group on Facebook, and I ask everyone, number one, to join, and number two, to participate. The group is quickly approaching uh, over 200 members, and I'm I'm also beginning to see a lot more interaction for from the members, too. And, and just for fun, hey, I thought I'd welcome uh, 12 of the newest members here by name. Uh, welcome... Uh, Dan King from Minnesota, Amin Katan from Dubai, United Arab Emirates, uh, Richard Jackman from Florida, Sean Scroggin from California. Sean's got an awesome uh, uh, YouTube channel too. Um, David Dispro from Arizona. David was on our, our podcast back about a dozen episodes and does a great job down there in Arizona with uh a uh, very unique market. Um, Nick Feinfrock from Missouri. Mark J.C. Horton from Florida. Hector Serrano from Massachusetts. Asia Monique from Tennessee. Ashton Watson from Washington State. Jay Manisalco, sorry about that, from Alabama. Uh, Jay, Jay Maniscalco from Alabama, Jamie Farrell from Texas. And I want to thank everybody who's become a member of the Flipping Genius Flipping Car Flipping Forum. And I hope that whoever's listen, listening right now will join them. And I just thought it'd be kind of fun just to welcome you. So welcome. And I look forward to hearing your insights on the Car Flipping Forum. Hey, uh, as I said in the intro, we're going to be answering some questions and I got a, a, a handful of them that I'll try to get to. So let's get right to it. First off, and I'm sorry for everybody who I've mispronounced your name so far. And I think I'll probably do it again from Tadai Gao from Ohio. Uh, Tadai asked uh, to give me, give me a rundown on the results of my own Oh, he asked me me to give you a rundown of my own my own flips that I've mentioned of late, um, and I, I guess the I wants to hold me accountable, and I, I say that's good enough. Um, I think there's been four vehicles that I've mentioned in the last few episodes, so I thought I'd just go right to them. Um, there was a Chevy Malibu that I mentioned as a 2012, which for me is a very new car, and I. I, uh, that it was a very good car. It turned out, uh, you know, we had it checked out, uh, didn't really find anything wrong with it. I pay a little bit of money to have them inspected. Um, everything was straight, cleaned it up, 
and it took a, it took 35 days total to sell that vehicle. Uh, I ran into a little bit of, of uh, resistance, I think, just because it had a rebuilt title, and also the miles were there's a mileage discrepancy, um, which I disclose all that up front, but that that keeps the phone from ringing sometimes because people don't want to deal with that. But you know, 35 days is not terrible for me. Uh, some of you guys want to flip them in, in a matter of a couple days, and, and I love it when I do that too. But uh, I sat on that one longer than I'd like to, but I had a total invested of 2515 I sold it for 5000 I made $2,485. So that's at 99% ROI. Um, I'm always happy with that. Uh, and uh, that's a pretty nice, pretty nice uh, return on that one. Um, and a good vehicle, really feel good about about. Uh, the, the whole deal. I, I sold that one for less than I probably thought I was going to at the initial part just because based on the numbers, but I think because of it's a, a rebuilt title, you're going to get less money for it, but you got to build that in when you're buying it, right? Um, the other one I talked about uh, was a, a nice little Honda Pilot, uh, good looking car. Again, I bought it right. Um, it didn't need a lot of work. I think I had a total According to my numbers, I had a total of uh, $1,614 into it. Um, I sold it in nine days once it was ready. Uh, well, nine days from the time I bought it, actually, for $3,300. Um, so I made a profit of $1,686, which is 104% return on investment, which is, again, right, you know, in a market, a pocket that I would like to be in. So those two were definite wins and I, another really good car. And I probably would have sold that one for another seven or eight hundred dollars more but i had a, a repeat customer a real good repeat customer was looking for a vehicle just like that and i wound up negotiating with myself to give them a better deal than than what they had uh, bargained for but i like to do that because that's why you get repeat customers so those two have sold and you know made me over four thousand between the two of them um i also picked up a uh from an individual i picked up a ford freestyle a 2005 and that one I thought was going to be boom, ready to go right away. And it turned out that that we uncovered uh, with that one, it needed a, a new throttle body, which honestly, as you all know, I'm not a mechanic, so I can't even explain to you what that is. But I can tell you that it costs about 600 bucks to fix it. So uh, uh, what started off as a $900 vehicle wound up, uh, I've got $1,620 in it. And I think I'll sell it for $3,000. I've still got... I'll have I'll have sixteen twenty in it when I'm done. I think I still I still have a couple things I got to do to it to get it ready, um, and when I do I I I estimate that I'll I'll uh, pull twelve hundred dollars profit from that one. And I've got a a van that I just bought this week. I don't know if I mentioned it yet. I think I did last week because I bought it via uh, barter, which is something I I really enjoy doing anytime I can. As you I think I've talked about it before that. I do a lot of barter through uh, barter associations like ITEX, which is one of our sponsors this week. Um, we'll talk about about that a little bit, but but the idea there is is I can buy at my cost of doing business. So uh, the gentleman I bought the, the vehicle from owns a restaurant, and a restaurant's a good example of a business that has a good markup. Usually, a typical uh, restaurant is their food costs are usually probably about twenty to twenty five cents of the total bill. So everything else there all their overhead is still there they if they have an empty table it's not paying for anybody uh, but if they have somebody sitting there paying for the food with barter money 
that that money really only costs them 20 25 cents on the dollar so when they can turn around and spend that money the same way as we spend our regular dollars that's a real win-win and that works for me in the business that i own uh it, it in possibly even better margins than that so i, I bought a very nice uh, uh dodge caravan uh grand caravan it is a um exceptional vehicle as far as everything works on it great very well maintained it's got uh, 183,000 miles on it but a lot of a lot of good life left in the engine on that one um but i just got that one uh having it cleaned up thursday having the freestyle cleaned up this thursday and that is if somebody but doesn't buy it i actually talked to somebody about the van already and very possible that i'll wind up selling that van for a little bit more than i paid for it except for when i sell it I'll be selling it for cash. So I, I'm seeing my true net profit on that van to be probably close to, uh, close to, uh, to 150% return on investment. Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing that I'll actually have a realistic net of around $1,800 on that one. So that's, that's pretty good. Um, but anyway, that's, that's what I've done with, with those four. Uh, I, I appreciate you asking to die and I uh, hope that answers your questions. Anybody, I, I try to be an open book on this stuff. We're all doing the same thing. I want to, I want to talk about what I do. I'm not a, I'm not a huge flipper. I don't do tons of them. I, I keep a consistent role of, of flips going. And of course the other businesses keep us operating too. And, and now we're doing some one-on-one -on -one coaching with, with uh, car flippers and, and dealers from around the country if you're interested in that, uh, feel free to contact me. I'd love to talk to you more about that, too. Uh, the next question I got from, was from Pete Shook. And Pete asked a long question. <laughs> Pete said, I'm having trouble finding anything I can make money on. I bought a 06 Nissan Sentra at public auction for $1,750. After fees and transportation, I had $1,900 in it. It needed some work to the transmission that cost me over $1,300. Altogether, I have over $3,400 in it. I'm asking $4,300 for it, but haven't even gotten a call. I talked to a couple of friends, and they say that I'll be lucky to get $3,000 for it. I would lose $400 on it that way. What do I do? How can I win on this one, and how can I avoid this kind of mistake and make money the next time? Well... Pete, that's a lot of questions. <laughs> Just kidding. Actually, I think the, the answer to your question is something I learned a long time ago uh, just in business, and it's it's this phrase, begin with the end in mind. Uh, you know what I'm going to say. I'm, I, you make your money when you spend it, and you knew I'd say that, I mean, but it's really true. The fact is, and, I, and we talked about this last week uh, or a couple weeks ago, I think we, we talked about uh, uh, tools that I use and a simple tool I use all the time is Kelly Blue Book app. Um, you may have a more sophisticated app, but that one works for me. And when I plug those numbers in the 06 Central, uh, pretty much a base model with a little bit higher than average miles, uh, it's not going to be worth any more than twenty five hundred to three thousand dollars unless it's exceptional. Um, so he, you, you need to. You, you just you, you bought it for at least five hundred dollars more than you probably you probably should have, and um, and and then and then if you couldn't buy it for for the five hundred dollars less, you just need to walk away. 
Um, another thing about that Nissan and Nissans in general, the, the this these models, is they have the CVT transmission. It's a continuous variable transmission. Um, I don't know a lot about it. I just know I hate it. Uh, it's big a big trouble problem with with Nissans when they get over a hundred thousand miles, which like you, this is a vehicle I would look at, um, and I looked at a couple today, but I really shy away from them unless I can buy them really cheap. And if I can buy them really cheap, this is usually going to be the problem. And and I'll tell you this, Pete, you you could have spent a lot more money on that transmission. They 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 cost around three thousand dollars. So you said that you spent I think thirteen hundred bucks on it. Um, yeah, thirteen hundred dollars. So you you did okay. Um, and so I can consider myself lucky there. Um, I have a list of, of cars that I stay away from. I've got a, a list of, uh, I got a couple other lists that I uh, like certain sellers that I stay away from too, <laughs> but that's a different story. But Nissan's, um, I, I, and it's crazy because I've always liked the cars they, and they, they seem really, really nice cars, but I steer clear of them because I've run into the same transmission problem myself. And it, it has been, Fortunately for me, I didn't. I, I hadn't bitten off as much as you did, and I was able to walk away uh, and actually take a little bit of money back. But I used a different formula. I actually just resold at auction. But in this case, you spent so much money on the car initially that you really couldn't afford to not fix that transmission. Uh, you had to fix it and take it back. So you did the right thing there. Um, but I have a list, and I've developed that list. And I stick to that list pretty much. And I, I, the way I've developed mine, because I'm not a big mechanically inclined person, is, is a, I've talked to my mechanics and I've talked to other dealers. And I've learned over the last 12, 13 plus years um, which vehicles I want to stay away from. And, of course, that list continues to change, both good and bad. I mean, there's some cars that have come off the list because they've improved them. Um, but uh, that's I recommend that you try to make a list, too. and, and uh, begin that and there'll be some vehicles you say, stay away from this might be one of them in the future or you may find out that no you 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 know how to handle that better than i do um and you asked about the way to maximize your sale price and that's a great question um amongst your questions <laughs> and I, I i would say the key is now that you've got it repaired and it's running right is to get it as cosmetically appealing as possible um and that's, you know, getting this clean, everything clean, 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 make it look as pretty as possible. But then the key is great pictures. And I, this this is something that I seem to have a knack for. Um, we talked about how I don't have very many strengths. <laughs> Everybody's got strengths. And this is some crazy little superpower that I have. I'm able to take good pictures. So I think I'm going to post something on the car flipping forum this week. Uh, I don't know if it'll be a video or just just a post talking about how to take good photos because this is such a such a key and I see people take photos that do not paint their their vehicle in the best light and it's very important so take the right pictures the, the right pictures can help you sell it so that's something else that you can do and I I honestly Pete I I I think breaking even on this one might be as good as you can do just like your friends had told you um, because you, you just bought it too high, but, but that's the key, you know, learn your market and set your price at the outset and do not overpay. And I'm hoping for your sake that you can get your money back and maybe a couple bucks more, but 
But uh, if you get your money back to this one, if you get your $3,400, take it and shut it down because um, you don't want anything else to break on this thing. You got a lot of money invested in what I consider kind of a hot potato. Um, and I'll give you, I'll give you an example. My, you know, I always think practice what you preach, Randy. And I was doing that today. I, I as you know, I, I, if you listen before Tuesdays, I go to the dealer auction. Um, it, it, they're great folks. And, uh, I've got a, a lot of good friends there and I, I, I get in there and I, I have a handful of cars that I'm, I'm looking at. Uh, they had 380 cars, I think this week, which is a low number for them. They're also less less uh, folks there because it was Memorial Day weekend. There's there's people competing. Um, but I stood there and I, I didn't really have a shot at much uh, I, I, I because I stick to my numbers. But one came through as a 2001 Toyota 4Runner. I really like those vehicles. I love Toyotas. Uh, 4Runners are always appealing. And uh, it seemed like a pretty solid vehicle. I didn't get a chance to drive it. I did start it. Uh, I had to use a jump box to start it, checked it out. And it seemed pretty good. Um, it had high miles like 255, which is no big deal on a Toyota. It's definitely got another 100,000 left in it, I would say. It looked good inside and out. It had good good rubber on it. Um, battery obviously needed to be replaced. But uh, that's, you know, that's what, that was my analysis quick. Um, I, had, uh, I had the winning bid on it. Um, I, think, I think it will sell for 3,800 bucks. I think that's, that's my number. Um, usually pretty close to that. And now in your part of the, the country, maybe you can get 7,500 for it. I don't know. But in my part of Alabama, that's a $3,800 vehicle on my place. So I, I stick to that number. If, if, if I'm pessimistic and wind up selling it for 4,500, that's a wonderful thing. But 3,800 is my number that I am working with. And that's beginning with the end of mine. Like I just told you, Pete, um, my winning bid was $1,250, and that seems really great, doesn't it? Um, but it's not an absolute auction, so that means I have to wait around to see if that seller, which in this case was a new car uh, lot, if they're going to ac accept that. And I really thought they might, but uh, uh, in the meantime, I also want to go back and recheck that car out if I got a minute. And I went and I, and I talked to a couple of the guys actually who were bidding against me. Um, one of them tapped me on the shoulder and said, Hey, I, I, I saw you were bidding on that. And, uh, I, I, uh, I just let you have it. And, um, I, 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 I greatly appreciate that Jeff, if you're listening, I do really appreciate it. Um, the, uh, the other bidder who drove my, my price up a little bit, but I thought might've gotten me to the number I needed to be at. Um, he told me that he had found something wrong with it, uh, in the differential, um, and I, and I, I'm guessing it's going to be about a seven hundred or a thousand dollar repair. That was really valuable information that I didn't have going into this whole session. Um, so with fees and everything, I, I figured I would be looking at around twenty six hundred to twenty seven hundred dollars, which would still be okay because I would still net about a thousand bucks, and that's that's really my target. I don't expect to double my money every time. Um, but in the meantime, I, I learned that information. And then when I heard back from the seller, they said that they had a minimum of 1500 bucks, which you might say that's only $250 more. But in my mind, no, it, it made all the difference in the world. Um, I was already at my maximum at 1250 due to the information I had. So I just told them no sale. 
and they they'll pull that off it'll be back next week and uh, i'll let you know if i can buy it uh next week for even less because that's happened before but the key here the reason i'm telling you all this stuff pete is is we all get losers we do uh you just need to learn from it and and do better next time and take that that number that 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 end that you've got in mind that we begin with that end in mind take that number and make it firm as concrete in your mind do not let them push you and don't let emotions get you carried away because that's when you make your money you make your money when you spend it and i'm going to take a break and get another jug of kickapoo joy juice let me tell you a little bit about another idea that's going to improve your bottom line If you could buy vehicles and houses and food using no cash, would that be something you'd be interested in? <laughs> well, about 30 years ago or more, somebody came to me with that idea. And I said, not yes, I said, hell yes. <laughs> and it's worked fantastically for me. And if you listen to the Flipping Genius podcast in the past, you've heard me talk about my friends at iTex. They do a fantastic job of helping me locate what I want to buy and enabling me to buy it at my cost of doing business. This past year, I've purchased vehicles and I've purchased real estate, just for example, without spending any cash. I've turned around and sold those vehicles and that real estate for cash actually for a profit now this may be something that sounds even confusing to you that's fine I was confused when I first heard about it too but I'm so glad that I decided to become a member of iTex iTex is the largest barter community in the world they're traded on the New York Stock Exchange and they do a fantastic job of representing their customers like me and help us find what we're looking for for our business or our personal life without spending our cash dollars especially in a time like these it's important to hold on to your cash probably all times right if you want to learn more about itex and how they help us and how they can help you contact me personally at flippingquestions at gmail.com or feel free to click on the iText button at our website. Just go to flippinggenius.com and click on resources. And under resources under business, you'll see the iText button. Click on there and learn all about what my friends at iText can do for you to help your business. Check them out. You'll be glad you did. Hey, another question. Eric asked, I've never flipped a car and I want to get into car flipping. I'm pretty good at the internet and finding good deals and also advertising. But I've got zero mechanical experience. But I'm pretty good at figuring things out. My question is, is it possible to find good deals with little or no work and just flip them for a profit? Well, Eric asked this question on the car flipping forum, by the way, and I want to thank uh, Mark Allen from Indiana 
for taking the time to answer Eric and encourage him. Uh, you can read Mark Allen's response on the forum along with some other give and take uh, between Eric and I. Um, Eric, I know for a fact that you can succeed in buying vehicles uh, that little, need little or no mechanical work. I mean, frankly, I gave examples of two that we did last month earlier. And uh, I mean, the, the two generated over $4,000 in, in net profit. Um, I know I've referenced the $1,000 car wash in the past episodes, and it's proved true so many times for me. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, getting a vehicle to be cosmetically appealing is is very key to maximizing your price. And that doesn't mean that I do every possible thing. So it's it's a balance of of what is what makes sense uh, to me uh, monetarily and cosmetically. And I so sometimes I go all all in and other times I don't. And again, I would love to hear more input from other folks. I, I know for a fact that I've seen some people recently who have joined the forum who do things differently than I do. And that doesn't mean they're doing it wrong. It's just a different approach. But uh, to answer your question, Eric, absolutely, you can do that. Um, you, you can definitely find vehicles. Uh, a, a, a couple other things to keep in mind, Eric, is you've got to buy the vehicle at the right price. I don't think there's, I don't think there's too many times that I can say that. That's the key. Uh, you, you've got to get into it at the right price. And the other thing is begin building your team as soon as possible. And your team, Eric, your team should be built around your strengths and weaknesses, just like mine is. And that's going to be different because you're different than me. And, and, and it's excellent, for instance, that you say you're good at figuring things out because um, the more you can do, the more opportunity you will have. So, yeah, keep learning, keep growing, and at the same time, keep seeking others to help you build your success. Thanks for your question, Eric. Um, you know, the, the, the beauty of the car flipping forum is that we can share and learn from each other. And I, I knew when we started it that uh, there would be some questions that would come up that I would not have the answer to, that, that I just didn't have the expertise in. I, and I hope that I've never presented myself as knowing the answers to everything. I, I, I know I call the I call the show the flipping genius, but that's a kind of tongue in cheek because obviously, you know, I'm probably more the thousand dollar car wash wash guy than I am anything else. Uh, but it's all I, I think the genius is in working together. And that's something that's really starting to come together in the car flipping forum. Um, but I knew that I knew that I would be learning on the forum, too. And, and right now there are several posts in the group that I am. I'm looking forward to hear your input to hear other people's input um for instance car ward from texas and thank you car you've been participating a lot got a lot of good uh questions and insights car ward asked numerous questions about his experiences and shared some of his experiences with copart auctions and now i shared what i had learned uh, from selling a vehicle at copart uh, it's a good positive experience but I invite you to, to share with Carr too, because he's got some questions I don't have answers to. 
and and more uh, needs more in, insight. Um, Christian Lee from Utah, and uh, a big thanks to Christian for your support of the program. Uh, Christian has made numerous uh, helpful comments over the over the time and the forum, and recently recommended an app that he uses to uh, to find used parts called uh, Row Fifty Two. Excuse me. Uh, I checked it out and. It looks like a good app. I think maybe it's uh, growing. It didn't find any, any. Uh, it didn't seem to help me in my neck of the woods. And I know Christian was commenting that as something he uses uh, that's similar to uh, car dot, car slash part dot com. So I still swear by and use constantly. But the more, the more insights we have, the more, uh, the more, tools that we can share the better all of us will get so christian thanks so much for sharing that i appreciate it uh portafoy jones from alabama has been very active in the forum and uh recently uh asked about that computer chip shortage that's affecting the car business and he also asked about the uh the growing private car rental business and Unfortunately, I, I really don't have any insights on either of these things. So, so I'm really looking forward to you uh, answering uh, Portafoy's question too. Um, if you know anything about that stuff, uh, I'd love to see your insights and like to hear you, you share them. Now, if you're not a member yet, um, you can find the car flipping forum either by searching Flipping Genius in groups in Facebook, and you'll see all of our groups, We've got about 20 of them, They'll all be there, including the car flipping forum. It'll probably be the first one on the list. Just click on there, request a membership. Please answer the questions. I just ask you three questions about you yourself so I know a little bit about you and make sure that you're a real person because about one out of ten, I just have to delete because they didn't answer the questions. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to get in your business. I just want to make sure that, that you're real. And if you, um, if you run a Facebook group, as I do, one has about 40,000 people in it. We get over 100 people trying to scam us every single day. So please join that way. If you join that way, just ask, uh, answer a couple questions. Um, you can also uh, visit flippinggenius.com, F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com, and just click on the Flippers Forum button there. It's called Flippers Forum. The button's uh, called different than the thing that's my mistake <laughs> but it's there just click on that and you can join or just email me at flippingquestions at gmail.com and ask for a link and i'll send you a direct link and you can join that way um i, ho I hope you'll also consider becoming a flipping team member uh or joining our our new uh flipping partners program again just click on the links at flippinggenius.com to learn more they'll tell you about all the benefits you get the flipping uh the flipping team member is something we've been doing for a while. We try to give you way more than you give us. Um, we do ask you to, to contribute $9.99 a month uh, to the growth of the Flipping Genius program. And for that, we give you things back that are worth more than you pay us, uh, especially when you very first join. And then the, the Flipping uh, Partners program is, is relatively new, and we're 
very limited in, in, in our availability there, but that's where we actually work one-on-one -on -one with some of you guys out there to help you build your business. And if you're interested in doing that, we're just growing that. We'd love to, I'd love for you to reach out to me to send me a question at flippingquestions at gmail.com and we can discuss that and, and if that's something that would fit what you're doing. Um, my idea is to spend a little bit of time with you and help you make a lot more money. Um, absolutely, it's a profit center for you. Um, so I hope you'll consider doing those things. Just go to flippinggenius.com and check them out. Of course, while you're on our website, you can also listen to over 72 episodes of Flipping Genius podcast. You can watch our YouTube channel. You can uh, you can search our resources page and 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 find discounts and valuable information on just about everything I know about. And we keep adding to that. Um, and you can interact with us and share your ideas and your requests and your questions and anything else. Uh, so that maybe we'll use your question on another episode of this in the future. Hey, thank you so much for listening to The Flipping Genius. Um, please subscribe. Please follow us. Please like us. Please share us everywhere you're at. Click on uh, you know social media and tell other friends about it. Uh, forward the link to your friends by email or by text. Tell them about Flipping Genius. We can help them make more money, too. That's the whole idea of the Flipping Genius program is to help you guys make more money. That's the number one goal of the Flipping Genius. And the more people we can help, the bigger we get, the bigger we get, the more we can do. Thanks for your help. Hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become Flipping Geniuses. This episode was brought to you by my friends at iTex. iTex helps me save my cash. They can help you too. To learn more about iTex, call 251-706-2516 or go to flippinggenius.com. Go to the resources page, click on business, and you'll see a link to the iTex site so you can learn more there.